How many black people do you think named their kid Drango after that movie came out? I'd say a lot. Django. Django. <laughs> Django. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I should turn my headphones on. Ooh, I'm plugged in. Oh, that's nice. I am plugged in. I, I am the least racist person. I can't even see the audience because it's so dark. It's even got a cup holder. How's that smart? <laughs> I just love that's on here. How's that smart? It's apropos to nothing. <clears throat> Should we? Bungie. Should we do this? Do the deed? I'm so sure can. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 133 of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host, I'm here with Tim Sullivan. Hello, everybody. Ooh, ah, yeah, there it is. Dude, so fucking what's up, man? Not much, mate, not much. What's up with you? Django. What the fuck is even that? Oh my god, this fucking computer. I'll just exit that out. Hold on. Good lord. So do you think this is the phase in your computer's life where it starts getting confused and it stops making sense and you have to consider like putting it in a home? Yeah, this computer should be in a home. Because it was always sharp and lucid up until about a month ago it was still it was still right. slowing down right but this seems to be like they finally you finally came home and they were talking to the mailbox type situation right like this could be it yeah i mean but now that you now that you're you pay taxes you don't know, have dude. you don't have two grand yeah. to just go hey that's actually the thing too is uh so for the folks at home i went from a, a 1099 to a w9 so I don't just have a fucking stack of cash just sitting in my fucking bank account at all times that I later have to give to the government. But if I did still have that, you're right. I probably would have I would have bought a new computer by now. And then just, you know, dealt, kicked the can down the road and dealt with it later. So I heard it's becoming harder and harder to work as a 1099. I think they're cracking down. You're kidding me. Because that's what he's claiming. Because I, a lot of people are, which I like. I like when you take advantage of tax loopholes because I fucking hate taxes. But you know we need like roads and stuff, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, it's nice because you have all this money that you can. I mean, in a perfect world, you would use all the money to make more money. And then give what you have to to the government and then just keep some money. you make. So when people that like high taxes, right? Right. So, when all right, if there's a guy making ninety k a year, right? Do they think he, like all that ninety k is his, and then he gives some to the government for roads and infrastructure and all that, or do they actually think like from the get go that really only sixty three k of that is his, and the rest all along belong to the government anyway? I think it's a weird uh, you either think that taxes are armed robbery or you think the person that doesn't like taxes is the 
thief in the making. Right. Like, whose side are you on? Are you chucking tea into the Boston Harbor, or are you wearing a silly wig and getting mad about it? Oh, I'm chucking tea, dude. Not you. I, it was oh, more of the, the rhetorical question. Sorry. Guys, put the tea down. And I know um, we need taxes, folks. I get that uh, there's just utilities that need to be... Of course. ...contributed to you, but... Really? You need all this shit? Flat tax. What do you... How, like, if you... And none of our... I think most of our listeners are from Lawrence. For the, or that general area. Are very familiar with Lawrence. Yeah. And... Uh, totally. So, everyone knows that when you talk about welfare being a scam, mm. and people go, yeah, but most people need it. Everyone knows that's a lie, so we can kind of get past that. Like, if you... If you go to lunch in Lawrence, when I worked in Lawrence, I'd go to lunch at between, I don't know, 12 and 1 o'clock. The amount of people walking around doing, no one works. Like, in a normal town, there's no real traffic driving back roads at 12 o'clock. Clean your damn room. But then you get a town where there's like 12% unemployment and everybody's just on welfare. And unemployment only takes into account people who consider themselves still in the workforce. Right. You go, this is a fucking scam. And then there's a new church every 20 feet, because that's just another tax shelter scam. Mm. And you go, why this is... So when you feel the burn, ironically, not the slogan of the guy that wants to tax the shit out of you, but when when you feel the burn of the tax hit from your paycheck, uh, it's going to... Nothing. You look around. It's going to a guy to watch cartoons. It's going to a fucking lady to say she has anxiety and can't work. It's going to some kid that just plays golf all day. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And you go, this is fucked up. I fucked up. Why do you need this? This is why. And what do you think would happen to the able-bodied people if you said, we're giving you nothing starting today do you think they'd let themselves starve or do you think real quick they'd panic and get a fucking job they'd get a job dude like i wonder how what kind of legacy of losers would i belong to if when my ancestors came over from ireland in the 1890s and were offered unemployment medicare like for all I know, they would have just taken that up and said, like, oh, this is fucking cool. Right. right. So I just keep having kids out of wedlock and I'll get a fucking check. For all I know, I would be the same. Because it's intergenerational. You know what I mean? Right, dude. But that didn't happen because when people came over. They had to work hard. They said, fuck, I, I got another all Canadian. I got to make a living, fuck. <laughs> But there were more jobs and opportunities back then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, but guess what? But guess what, dude? Clean your damn room. Clean your damn room. I eat meats. Something about his teeth. Oh yeah, his gum and my gum disease. What a way, Joe. <laughs> it's not it's not even supposed to do that. That was pretty fucking good. The knot was really fucking good. Yeah, this there are some sort of um words that the Canadian accent I, I get, I understand. Mm. You know? Don't you, bud. Don't you, fuck. Um, 
Uh, shit, dude. So, oh, um, you. We were discussing my my Quentin giant cock. my Quentin Tarantino phase. Yes, and then you were like, "Oh fuck, you! I'm you know, I know people su- hate it when you talk about a movie over and over that you haven't seen, but you really got to see this movie." And then you, you were like, "You know what? I'll wait." Oh yeah, but it's not a Quentin Tarantino movie, right? Which I didn't think it was, okay. but just that's how the the discussion got started. Was yes, Quentin, and then movies, and then for movies, the movie you're talking about. Yes, that is. That was a very good way to segue. So I'm going to say, just take it away, buddy. Uh, so this is my pitch to this movie. Because I think this Ooh. movie is so fucking fun. Shut the fuck up. That the audience can't stop clapping. What does it all, does it, do they all do that? Yeah, you know what? Because I tapped them a few times and they didn't fade away. I think we have an issue here. I'm going to see Holy if I can fuck. fix it. fuck. We got an issue, fuck. Uh, but as you were. All right, there's this movie... Called Windy City Heat. The whole thing is on YouTube. Oh my God! Stop. Came out in 2003, Sorry. and it was like Jimmy Kimmel and a few of these guys. They devised the most brilliant prank I've ever seen laid out in a movie. There's this guy, Perry Carvello. Okay, and he's a complete loser. Super cocky, thinks he's the man, wants to be an actor. So somehow Kimmel and these guys came across him. I think he must have just been so desperate that he somehow got to meet these guys. Okay. So they had known him for a couple years. So here anyway, here the mo- here's the movie. Somebody that's in on it. Convinces this guy to audition for a movie about a a private detective. Okay. So he goes to audition. Every single person is in on this except Perry. Okay. So he auditions and he gets the part. And they make this entire movie. That's a prank. So he shows up to the set. He starts to get... More and more cocky. He's in his trailer. He starts to like get super irritable and bark orders, but the whole thing is fake. <laughs> and it's so funny the way they fuck with him. So so one of the scenes is this is just, I'll tell you two quick things about it and, and then I'll leave it alone. But it is the I've never laughed so fucking hard watching a movie. So this one scene they're filming where he gets thrown into a dumpster by these two mobsters. Yep. So they do the scene, and then they they throw him in the dumpster, and then the director's like, "Ah, uh, there needs to be more, like shit on him when he comes out of the dumpster. Can we put like some wet shit in there, whatever?" So they get all this f- fake shit, and they keep adding it. And then the director says that like, he goes, "Nah, nah we need like real shit. Everyone can tell this is fake or whatever." So then Perry's like, "What the fuck? I don't want to do that." And they're like, "Well." If you want, we can get a stunt double, but he's like a union guy, so we gotta we gotta make sure that we have enough stunt work for him to do on the rest of the shoot, whatever. So he's like, Yeah, yeah, I want a stunt guy. I want a stunt guy. I don't want to fucking do this. So like, all right. So they're like, We'll get the stunt guy. So then anyway, so then like a couple of days later, uh, the actress that's in the movie that he has a sex scene with in the script yeah. is super hot, has huge tits. He's obsessed with her. Yeah, yeah. 
So they keep talking. The director's like, all right, so the sex scene is tomorrow. So I don't know what you got to do to prepare. Um, he's telling the whole crew this. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's like, it's going to be, it's going to be like a really uh, long day. So then Perry's in the trailer and he's talking to the camera because now he thinks they're filming him on, they're filming this at, big actor to be. Right. So he's not, this is why he's just talking to all these cameras because right. he thinks, he doesn't suspect it's a prank. He genuinely thinks they're interested in like a behind the scenes thing on the movie. Right. So he's like, I can't wait for this sex scene. My God, she is so fucking hot. Like, and he's saying how he had, he's taking some like stimulant and all this shit. So anyway, so then the next day they go to set and he's like, oh, I can't fucking wait for today, whatever. And he's like talking to the other actors. <laughs> and again, everybody's in on it. Yeah, yeah. And then, so the director's like, all right. So he, he has the whole crew. And he's like, if anybody's like a little sensitive or feels awkward about this, um, come up to me. It's fine if you leave. But there will be an actual sex scene. There will be penetration. This is going to be full on intercourse just to let everybody know to prepare yourself and then they and then they're zooming in on like perry in the background and he's like grinning and then uh so then he's like all right let's get to it and then he goes and then um he goes perry what are you doing here and then he goes bring the stunt double <laughs> and the fucking stunt double comes in and it, just to fuck with him even more the stunt double is like weighs a hundred pounds heavier than the fucking guy yeah yeah because they keep calling the actor fat the whole time <laughs> and then so then they're like, Perry, uh, you're distracting. Like, please go backstage or whatever. And then so then they're filming the whole scene and they're just making all these fucking noises like they're savagely fucking. <laughs> anyway, I've talked too much about this movie, but you got to watch it. Windy City Heat. It is so fucking funny. Windy City Heat. Where? So where can I watch this film? So it came out in 2003. I don't know where it streams, but the whole thing is on YouTube. It's only like an hour and a half. Jeez. It is the most brilliant prank I've ever seen laid out. I don't know what the deal is with this fucking thing. I wonder if it's a glitch. I wonder if it's something as stupid as a restart would fix it. Because I don't ever remember you fucking with the setting. It's done that it. before, and it was something stupid like that. So we'll do the old reset. Oh, speaking of, you know what's a great Frank Sinatra song? Is something stupid with Nancy Sinatra, his daughter. How's that go again? Um, the. Oh, yeah. What are the, I'm trying to think yeah, of the words. Evening with you. Yeah, it all just goes up in, in half steps. Yes. Yeah, it's so good. Your perfume fills the air. Those stars are something in the shit and something fucking blue. You know, Nancy Sinatra, I don't know too many songs of hers, but I, I'm a big fan. Yeah, so is Bob Beale. I'm as big a fan as you could be while also acknowledging you know nothing about them. Um, yeah, Bob Beale. It's funny, actually. We were... Oh, that is funny. We were... Yeah, I just leave it at that. <laughs> we were at Mr. Mike's, Karen and I, last week, and they, and these boots are made for walking. Yes. Is that what the song's called? I, I always feel so geriatric when I call a song. I like, think that's what it's called. Maybe it's These Boots. Who knows? We'll look right. it up. Now, honestly, I miss the days when people... When people would just title song songs in an obvious manner. That's actually becoming edgy now. You know what I mean? Right. Like if, if Pete Wentz wrote These Boots Are Made for Walking, the title would be like Those Boots like, which you left on my 
doorstep. No, it wouldn't even be related. It'd be like, oh, it'd be like, never lock your door when you're expecting company. Like something retard. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, God, I cannot stand Pete Wentz or Patrick Stump. What a perfect name for that guy. <laughs> Patrick Stump. <laughs> you know it's bad when you're the lead singer of the most famous rock band at the time. Yeah, right. Let's say I'd say in 2010, if you were Patrick Stump, you're as beloved by hot chicks between the ages of 16 and 30 as you could be. What's funny too, though, your is, band is people would see him in the mall. Yep. And be like, "You're in Fall Out Boy." Right. They wouldn't be like, "You're Patrick Stump." Exactly. But this is it's. But you gotta think it was probably still hard for him to get laid. Not hard oh, to get I'm laid, sure. but like if there are the hot girl in the room, she's like, all right, I guess. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was. Same with like Ed Sheeran. Right. Ed Sheeran's pro- Ed Sheeran is probably uglier than Pat Stump. Maybe. But he's more of like a singer-songwriter, and it's all just him. Right. Here's the thing with Ed Sheeran, right? First of all, he's the Nicholas Sparks of music. Uh, there's no depth to anything he does. Hmm. Um, but he's so self-obsessed that he did a show at Wembley and it was just him in like delay pedals. And like, while part of me is like, maybe he truly likes the one man show thing. The other part of me is like, I actually feel like this, you only did that because it's just all you, you, right? It's all about you, right? Because I'm sorry. Think of Ed Sheeran fans, right? Mm. Say 70% girls. Mm. They don't want your awful white guy rapping that you do. First of all, cut that out. You sound like a fucking idiot. And they don't care about how you're creating this ensemble with your guitar. They don't want to sit through 30 seconds of you tapping while you loop your percussion in the song. Right. They want to go. They want to hear a drummer count to four. They want the full live experience for you to recreate the songs they love. Yes, that's correct. So They want you to play the record exactly as they heard it. Yeah. So at a certain point, I get why you want to make the live show its own thing. But also, the older I get, the less cynical about this stuff I get. Really? Like back then, I'd be like, oh, no, fuck, like, oh, fuck these guys. If I was in a band and people kept requesting, like, the same fucking three hits. I, I would just refuse to even play those at all. Yeah. And now the older I get, I go, you know what? You're a fucking loser. You made it big in music by a combination of hard work and luck. You would be nothing if these people didn't buy your albums and buy tickets to your shows. Maybe a little respect for what they want. Mm. Maybe you can still be annoyed by it, Yeah, but you at least go... I owe it to them. Yeah. That's how my attitude changes because I'm like, if no, if, if none of the people chose to buy Ed Sheeran tickets, Mm. he wouldn't have any of the nice things he has. Nothing. He would just be an ugly ginger. Yep. Living in England. Right. With a fat, definitely a fat goth girlfriend. Yes. He is the kid dating the fat goth with fishnets. Right. hundred percent. Right. The best meme is that stupid one of him on the red carpet where his hoodie cuffs 
cover his hands and it goes, Mom said you have to let me play the Xbox <laughs> next. <laughs> what a loser. So good. Anyway. Oh, man. And he has that song, I'm going to love you until we're 70 or well, something. What about 71? And you go, you just did that for the rhyme, you lazy fuck. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Right. Nobody's mad about this. You couldn't have that as a wedding song because of that one lyric. Yeah, 70 is young now. Yeah. 70 exactly. is the new 30. But even worse, if 70 were old. Well, no, I guess, yeah, that would be better. I was saying, if like the. I think the median. I think the average age of death is 78 in America. Oh, really? So it'd be even worse if he left you while the last eight years of your life. Mm. Oh, that was the other revelation. The average, so the life expectancy for Americans is 78. Mm. And the life expectancy for people with the death rate, the average age of COVID deaths is 79. So if you have COVID, you're... So COVID literally only killed the oldest people in the country that were already outliving their expected life expectancy. (laughs) That's pretty wild. And then now there's this shit about Biden and the DNC. This is from Politico, not Alex Jones. And Politico is a fucking left-wing rag. But they're working with SMS carriers to handle misinformation about vaccines via text messages. Right. So private conversations between you and your friends and or family. And then the other thing, too. So everyone's going nuts about the Delta variant now, right? Uh, And then I go, oh, fuck. Well, that's going to suck if the vaccinated people are dying from this variant. Because the next thing, you know, they're going to put these stupid fucking lockdowns in place again. And they go, no, no. If you're vaccinated, you're... The Delta variant is not threatening to you. Mm -hmm. And you go, wait, so the only people getting sick from COVID are the people that chose to not get vaccinated from COVID? So? Right. So it's the same. So the Delta variant puts us in the exact same situation we were in before the Delta variant came by. Right. Like, this is insane. It's insanity. And by the way, you can't simultaneously say... I hate anti-vaxxers. I wish they would all fucking die. And then go, the Delta variant's killing all these people that don't want to get the vaccine. I mean, <laughs> they we got to fucking protect them. You're like, And you go, which one is it? Right, right, right. Don't you want all the Neanderthal Trump voting? And first of all, that's another lie. The anti-vax movement which is just another way to tar people that for their own reason just go, why am I fucking... I, I don't understand. Like The next person that says, like, why don't you get vaccinated? I'm just going to say, why don't, why don't you take Alzheimer's medication? Or you don't think Alzheimer's medication is good? You're anti-Alzheimer's medication? No, it's because it's, it's fine. I'm pro-vax. But I don't take shit that I don't fucking need. And actually, statistically, I have a higher risk from the vaccine than I do from COVID. So it'd actually be retarded to take the vaccine wouldn't be a me personally right right and people are going nuts and now you're gonna so how is this gonna work exactly so i text you Mm. right and i go this vaccine is totally lame bro 
And then is it going to be a, a blurb pops up like it does on Instagram where it's like... That's what I'm guessing. For for more information about the vaccine, go here. That's what I'm guessing. So if you're on the left and you open a history book or watch a documentary on East Germany and West Germany during mm. the Cold War. Mm. So if you're, if you're on the left, do you think the utopia was East Germany? Like we were always taught that West Germany was the free... The free side, and that when the wall came down, the other side was liberated from the from the satellite state of the USSR. When David Hasselhoff took the wall down, yeah. When they, but the, so they do they look at East Europe and go, no, that was the side, because that was the side where everyone had to come and step in line. The government monitored you. You had to do what was good for the collective, and not for the individual. I I really want to explore this with people. Check, please. You know, because mm. I'm I'm deeply confused. Why? And if they don't like East Germany, right? Why? What would they say? Unlikely well, because Japan. East East Germany they didn't they didn't value humans. They 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 everyone was the same. They fought, and you go, yeah. What do so? What are you getting at now in America? Right. What's your end game here? Right. I don't get it. Me either. Well, maybe I'll text you one day and we'll figure out. We'll get a link for more information. The crumbelievable. Whoa, yeah. did that stop? Yeah, I fixed it. There was the restart. Said it did the old restart, yeah. The great reset. The great reset. <laughs> maybe it does fix everything. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the idea. Yeah. What if we just shut the country down and then when we go to reboot, It'll all just work again. Racism's gone. Yeah. Sexism's gone. <laughs> yeah. That really was the idea. Everyone can afford everything again. Yeah. Kind of genius, actually. Yeah. Fuck. I I just picture too, like Trudeau. All right, guys. So what I'm thinking, you know, when your computer is is just not working right for some reason, and you don't know what to do, you're not IT savvy, so you just restart it. And then when it comes up, it's it's running smoothly, and everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, I've I've seen that happen." They go, "What if we did that with the world?" <laughs> and then they go, "Oh my god!" They go, oh, they go, "It's brilliant, fuck! It's fucking genius." They go, um, uh, "Are you looking for nitwit?" No, I was looking for who. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's. Ooh, sound crows. <laughs> I uh, see what you're saying. I would love to just be in one of these meetings with the world's most powerful losers. And they go, what? What'd you know? And they go, yeah, so voter ID. So you know how it's super racist to ask people for IDs? And everyone goes, yeah. Pull that off. Will you die? And then they go, well, that's the angle we're going to go with for voting. And then someone goes, Wait, but can't you like not have a job or open a bank account or do anything in the country without an idea? They go, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's true. But like voting, <laughs> there's so many people that don't have it because they don't have access to it. And then they go, wait, but don't poor black and brown people live in cities where they're closer to DMVs? If anything, the people that live out in the sticks would be well, yeah, screwed. yeah, yeah. But well, that's yeah, not yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. listen, you're getting into like the <laughs> you're getting into the reality of it. 
we don't just, think about it, just act. We just have to say that it's racist to ask for IDs. And they go, wait, but aren't we also asking for like proof of vaccination? Like, aren't we kind of? And they go, yeah, yeah, you know what? Just shut up. <laughs> what are you, a Russian? <laughs> I would just love to be in on these meetings. I mean, and listen to AOC fucking talk about climate change. If. I mean, the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. A fucking bitch. It's like, Which right. is what they say like every 15 years. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Well, we had a good golf day on Saturday. Yeah, I shot a fucking 89. Fucking killing it, dude. Tim Jim shot a fucking 81, I think, or three. or Killing it, fine. 83, 81? I don't remember. 81. Best, best person around. That's pretty ridiculous. It was great. Is that your that's your best round ever? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking A, man. It was a great day, Pac. And <laughs> <laughs> Jeff uh Jeff shows up with his alligator Jeff shows up <laughs> before golf and he goes, Oh, hey, what's up, man? Really pumped for today. Um, uh, do you think they sell golf balls, golf gloves, and tees in there? And you go, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, All right. And then no, he had golf balls. But he had to, I think his zipper was fucked up. I don't know how he got that open. It was fucked up. But it was so funny. Jeff shows up and he had like the heel of his golf shoes. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Were completely separate in the back. So they were just <laughs> smacking up. Yep. And then uh, he's like, I'm probably going to switch to my sneakers at some point. And then we were on like the seventh hole and I just pull up to the tee box and there's a trash can with just two golf shoes in it. Well, no, no, no there's there was one, one golf shoe. Yeah. Which was even more curious. That he did that on purpose. Oh, to, to be like, imagine these guys like wondering to just confuse people. He threw one shoe in like on like the fifth hole or something. Oh, okay, I like it. And then did another shoe on like the twelfth or thirteenth <laughs> hole or uh, some shit like that. That was funny. Fuck. It was great. Fuck. So, uh, yeah, you had a nice little. I day. mean, how do you? How do your shoes get to that point? I've had. I've had a pair of shoes do that, but it was only, I think it was only one of the shoes. Well, here's the thing too, is pretty much the entire three quarters of the bottom of the shoe was flipped off. It was hanging on by a shoestring. Wouldn't you throw those shoes off, throw those shoes out once like an inch started flipping? Yeah, he was clearly very patient with it. Yeah, yeah. No, so here's the thing. This is my, in Jeff's defense, this is my theory. Hmm. So Jeff's not really a guy that's going to go out of his way to golf. So typically when he golfs, someone's like, are you doing anything on in like two days? You want to find golf? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. And then he's like, oh, I forgot these fucking golf shoes are fucked up. Right. So he just puts them on, golfs around. Right. And then he puts them back in. And then like a year later, someone's like, dude, uh, what are you doing tomorrow? We're all fucking going golfing, fuck. And then he's like, yeah, I'll do that. And then he's like, Fuck these fucking golf shoes! I right again, yeah. And then he does that for like five years. I could see that. And then he shows up, and then he shows up on Saturday, and it's like the fifth year now. So they're just moving. Right. That's what I think. Because I, I don't think he can justify in his mind buying a new pair of golf shoes because he's probably like, I don't really play golf that much. Yeah. But dude, you can buy, like, you can buy really decent golf shoes for probably like forty bucks. Fuck. Yeah, and. Do you really need golf shoes? No, you don't. Like, not fucking really. No, you, d- you definitely don't. If it's wet out, you're definitely going to wish you had them, but... No, I've golfed, totally in, I've, I've golfed in just 
fucking secret. And a lot of golf shoes are spikeless, anyways. Like they have a, you know, they have some shit to keep you on the ground a little bit. But right. A, a pair of sneakers should be fine. Bunch of spikeless shoes, fine. Especially if it's dry. Yeah. Saturday would have been without without some sort of golf shoe, you probably would have been having trouble, fuck. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, I was so mad at myself. But did he slip? Did you witness him slip at all when he switched to the sneakers? No slippage. Nice. Yeah, it's fine. Just fine. But I uh, usually have my umbrella. I actually got to go to fucking Walmart tonight. I can't forget. You're going to Walmart tonight, dude? I think so, man. I could go tomorrow morning, I guess. What time are you playing? So fucking like 10, pissed. 10 something, 10 so dirty. pissed I'm not playing with you guys tomorrow. I know, dude. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so fucking horny to play now. It all comes down. Let's- and it's perfect because I'm going away this weekend, so I'm not playing golf. So this would have been like, right. I would have justified it in my head. Like, well, I got to get around him. I like to just blame everything on Jeff Porcel always. <laughs> it's like my go-to. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I was pissed because I meant to bring my umbrella and I was like, you know what? It's not going to rain anyway. So I didn't like get it. Ah, and then it fucking rained. Well, it was weird because, so I was checking the weather feverishly Mm. all day Friday. Mm. And then right before bed, it was like, it's going to stop raining. And then around like five in the morning, it's going to rain up until like nine o'clock. And we, we had, we had a nine o'clock tea time. So I was like, all right. And then even when I got, to the course. Mm. It looked like there was no more rain. So day of, I always go with the radar because the radar doesn't lie. Right. That's a good point. But what can you do? You but know? It, it, yeah. So at one point, I was like, we're on. You guys run the T-Bucks at that par three. That's like the sixth hole. Yeah. That was seventh the, hole. That was probably the worst of it. And I was like, this is annoying. Which I. I GIR to that. You did. I did. Which I never GIR that. GIR is great. The the par five or the par three? The par three. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Because that fucking hole is like 200 goddamn yards. That's a hard hole. I don't think I've ever got on the green. Things are fucking piece of shit. I'm always on the right. I'm always on the left. I'm always on the right side of history. <laughs> but um, Her story. Her story, sorry. Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. I, I didn't even ask like your preferred pronouns before we started the show. Oh, shit, fuck. Um... He, him's fine. Okay. All right. Cool. cool. Yep. Thanks, man. Thank nope. you for respecting my pronouns. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, it was a, it was a beautiful day, a beautiful rainy little little spitty rain day. But then I feel like on the back, I I thought that the front nine of Crystal Lake was gonna be wetter, mm. but in the back was Ooh. much much more wet, dude. Those the, holes by the road? Yeah, the back was like a fucking pond fuck. It was a wet back. Yeah. It was a wet back. And you don't like wet backs. Like that hole that, uh, like you said, is that's along the road. You c- And, of course, you can't drive the cart through a fucking puddle on the fairway. Yeah, but the the uh, the golf, the mud golf uh, fucking cart paths sometimes are worse than the yeah. grass. So, Eric... <laughs> Eric was going out of his way to not drive on the path at all. Just to say, like, who the fuck are you to tell me that it's carpet? Partial, I think partially that, but also because 
Because the car pets, the were car joke. pets were just a fucking joke. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. were just huge puddles of water. But even if like the par- car path had no puddles, he was just driving on the fucking grass. <laughs> and I was like, Dude. I'm surprised I didn't get st- uh, one hole. I I really thought I was gonna get stuck. I didn't yeah. stop. I didn't stall out. But like while I'm driving, I was like, this is not gonna. Yeah, work. it got pretty bad. But it ended well. It ended well. Um, and I had a fucking two birdies. Nice, dude. Yeah. Hey, you fucking like that? Dude, that's great. One I was two birdies la- too. Which ones did you get? The last hole, and uh, I really don't remember. What both the other your birdies one was. on the back. I have the card in the car, actually. Really? Yeah. Um, did you birdie the par three that you gir'd? I think I birdied. Oh, I know which one you birdied. Like the third or fourth or something. No, like you that. birdied. You you birdied the one right after the par three. That's right before the green that you were gonna drive. So you birdied seven. Oh, you birdied seven. I think you're right. I think uh no, that's the one that's along the water that turns right. No, seven is seven is the one where it's like a dog leg left. You kind of oh, hit that's up. correct. Yep, that's the one I birdied. He's right, folks. He's fucking right because I know that that hole's a seven iron or seven iron, and then I'm fucking. You do two seven irons. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. And nice. everyone pulls out a driver, and I just go and you go and you go. Never been here before, have you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I do. And then also the one that's after the par three IGI yard, where you got to. No, it is the one after the par three. Oh, so the so then the other one I birdied is the one with the tree that goes downhill. Oh, so it wasn't seven. I'm getting I, the card. No, Hold on. No, no, no. no I'm I, getting no, the fucking I, the, card. The one with the three is the fourth hole. Tree is the fourth hole, yeah. That's the one you birdied. I'm getting the fucking All right, card. get the car, fuck. I fucking All right, folks. He's getting the card. What, what are you, taking your shit first? No, you know, I have to yes. respond to that. Okay. My khakis. I love how we kept the okay in, in this clip. You know, I have to yes. respond to that. Okay. Uh, all right. That's a good hole to birdie, dude. Really? I don't remember you telling me that. Look at this fucking car. Yeah, I got the worst memory. Oh, Eric had a good day, huh? Yeah, that fucking idiot shot well. 43 in the back? Yeah, I know. I shot a 44 in the front. Was Eric in a good mood? He was was, uh, chipper, yeah. Nice, dude. Who wrote the... Who filled out this card, Eric? Eric. Yeah, it looks very clean. You like that? Wait, dude, you motherfucker. You birdied the third hole. Which it was a par four, is that correct? Can you tell me? Because I'd forget. They it used to be, but they changed it to a par five. Oh. So, all right. Oh, that one. Yep. Gotcha. I, I, that, so gotcha. That's the same one I birdied. Okay. Yeah. I don't so know we, why they changed that to a par. So we both birdied a hole that would have been a par. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And then the one with the tree, you parred that. Oh, Okay. Oh, you shot an 89 with a 9? Yeah, isn't that fucked? Good lord. Oh, and you did par the par 3. And the 9 was that hole along the water. Because I'd always yes. lose the ball on the left. Yes, but I don't understand why you guys all re-teed. So, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? I didn't. All right, good. As I'm watching Eric and Jeff, because they went, there's stakes there. Yeah. So you, you, so you can literally hit your third shot from 200 yards up. And they chose to re-tee. Right. So you're, 
You're just fucking yourself. It'd make no sense. I get if they're not marked with stakes, you have to do that. Right. If they're just woods, you have to fucking retake. Right. But there's red stakes all on the thing. All up on Fuck. the fucking thing, yeah. Um, and then I think my other birdie was the last hole. Is that correct? Um, yep, it was. Look at you. Because I had, I had a clubhouse uh, fever. You were itching to get in the clubhouse? No. <laughs> Or you wanted no, to I didn't know put to on a up. show for the... That's what it is. You put on a show for the guys out on the deck. Yep. I'm sure it's like... It's like you really three want to, losers smoking yeah. cigarettes. You really want to impress like 15 old guys. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you had a good day. Fuck. And I had that nine. Imagine if I didn't have that fucking nine. Or imagine if that nine was a six. Yeah. Would have shot a fucking 86. Imagine if it was a four. Imagine if you fucking... Albatross that just keeps getting oh! keeps getting more improbable but more likely in our heads. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I shot an eighty nine, but should have shot like an eighty five. I like how we always all do that. Is well, I shot this, but I should have shot. Well, no, but it is true for nines because I always think of that like there's nothing worse than shooting a ninety when you have a nine on your card because you just go if I got an eight. I'd be in the 80s, and that's still an awful fucking score. Right. This is why when people are like six feet away for a triple bogey, yeah, and they're just like, whatever. Yeah. You go, no, because it's all the same. Yeah. You're not going to remember that shot, but you're going to see right, the more. sum of it's where if you just fucking took your time and got a, at a triple instead of a quadruple. Right. It's the difference between an 89 and a 90. So lately... And by lately, I just mean the past two rounds. I've been golfing sober. That's pretty lately. Because. Wait, you guys didn't drink a thing? Fact. They did. I fucking didn't. Um, but, and I've shot, I shot pretty fucking well. Mm-hmm. So I usually have like my blow up hole or I lose a ball that I shouldn't have lost because it was technically like right in the middle of the fairway, but I can't find it for some fucking reason or right. whatever. But you didn't have any of that. But when I, no, I did have like one or two of those. Okay, okay. But when I drink, eventually I get to a point where I don't, lazy. I don't care. Yeah. And then I'm just like fucking whatever putting. This is what I've realized with golf. Because I drink, I typically drink throughout the whole thing. Right. I crack one open on the first hole. Of course. But I noticed that when I get a, like a four, a, a four to five beer buzz, mm. then that's when I'm looser. I'm not standing over the ball thinking, and I'm just swinging, and that's when I start. Ooh, that's when I'm dialed in, and I go, "This is great." And I usually have a very good front nine. Yeah, but I notice if I drink too much, where I just get lazy. I still care about golf. I actually never don't care, right? Because I'm I'm weird with golf. I actually always fucking care, but sometimes I just get like to the point where I'm like lazy. Yeah, I know what you mean. So I it's a it's a balancing act. Also, a thing that's that's helping me a lot is I just do super slow draw back, like yeah. bring the club back super slow, swing super slow, and then when the club is like two feet away from the ball, amp it up. That's when I apply the pressure, yeah. and it's been fucking working out really well. It's great. It's been fucking fantastic. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is that I think just mechanically helps you make better contact but also anything that's like a unique routine mm. that's why the guys with the really fucking weird swings are so good right because 
when you're having a bad, when I'm having a bad day, I'm like, I don't like, so I shot the 81 on Atkinson. Right. And then, I mean, uh, at Crystal. And the next day I played Atkinson and I fucking could not get off the tee. say yeah. And I was like, I'm doing everything the fucking same. I'm right. pretty sure. Obviously Apparently I not. wasn't. Right. But I don't know. Whereas if you have some weird fucking yeah. way of doing it, you, you kind of know if this is normal. Ooh, a big thing that also, and this isn't me giving you tips. This is me just reflecting on myself introspection right another thing that helped me big time was a kev fay tip oh because a lot of the time you'll address the ball and you'll be like looking and you're like i don't know my club face doesn't fucking look right and then you're like kind of fucking with the club face but you're already addressing the ball so you're just like ah fuck it and then you hit the ball and then you fucking slice or fucking hook it or whatever yeah he's like get your grip when you're not even near the ball just stand like behind the ball, get your fucking grip, make sure the club head is straight, all that shit. You've got your grip. Now you just address the ball and fucking hit it. It's You're only worrying about one thing at a time. Right, 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 right. Instead right. of worrying about where the club face is, where the ball is in your stance, and which where your feet are pointing, and then your fucking swing thought. That is good advice. You know? Well, that's why I think I'm playing a lot better this year, though, too, because I did that. I, now they have the single plane swing. <laughs> <laughs> The way the club is, it's it's literally, and so you have supinated wrists. It's like an extension of your yes. So your, your club face supinated, supinated, supinated. Yes. Okay. So here's the idea between the single plane swing in a short. Uh, sorry, two, two sentences. Yep. And I think I've explained this before. So most people, they the, the whole idea behind the single plane swing is. People have a two-plane swing where their takeaway is on a different line from their follow-through, right? Yes. So when you address the ball, your wrists are cocked. Yep. And when you take it back, then you, you got to like flick them forward. Then you latch them like this, right? Yep. yep. So when you make contact, your your wrists are supinated like this. They're pointing down. They're soup full of soup. Yep. They're full of soup. The idea of the single-plane swing is you go. Well, this is where I know I'm supposed to wind up with my hands like this. Mm. So what I'm just going to do is I'm going to start out that way. Right. And then I'm literally just going to, in a straight line, take it back, and I'm just going to... Return it back to where it exact, started. Like, very robotic. Right. And I'm telling you, ever since I fucking started doing this, all my iron shots go dead straight. Remember when I used to aim... Yeah. To the even when I was like shooting well, I would fucking now I literally just aim straight at fucking. Yeah. Everything. You went from slice boy McTimmy slices. Yes. Where you just sliced everything. S B M T S. Imagine the worst slice you ever could, folks, and that's what it was. Then he started hitting like draws, kinda. Oh but yeah, no, so, I was. So then draws. he went through this thing where he would aim very far right. But then it would hit the ball straight towards where he wanted to hit it. Yep. Even though his feet were facing like really far right. Yep. And then I remember a brief time you fucking hated driver because you kept fucking popping everything up. But yep. now your single plane Timmy Jim. Single plane cock. And good lord. You just ate, you just go straight now. This is Be- why because your short game in putting was always really good. If I remember correctly. Well, I learned from Mal Kimball. Is that who taught you? No, but it was that was the strength of my game. But now he's got he's got all the fucking facets. 
He has all the faucets now. Man, now I just really want to fucking play golf tomorrow. I know. I'm sorry. Mr. Vice President. <laughs> Dude, that was like a spot on. <laughs> That'd be so great. Uh, like you go to, you're at some meeting in New York City. I don't know why you're at a meeting in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> you, someone's like, oh my God, is that Chris Wallace over there? And you go, oh yeah, I think it is. And they go, oh my God, I fucking love him. Did you see his interview with fucking Putin? He was so great the way he oh, i just love his interview style and you go you know what my favorite thing is when when he was at the debate and he goes mr vice president oh. <laughs> and they go that's your fucking chris wallace mr vice president mr vice president <laughs> so it's so funny because when you're seeing it you see that, like, you know, his brain is just going like, oh, I got a million things in front of me. And it, it doesn't seem that unnatural. But when you've isolated it just <laughs> to the sound and you have no context, it almost is like he called the vice president's attention just to show him that sound. <laughs> Mr. Vice President. <laughs> oh, did you see fucking, you know, uh... Mr. Vice President, uh, Mr. Chris Wallace is on the phone for you. Yeah. And he goes, Mr. Vice President, yeah. <laughs> just, hangs just hangs up. Um, yeah, oh, it really fuck. is. It's like it's like someone starting a car in the background. Fuck. Did you, uh, you know Macy Gray? The, yeah. I try to say it. Yeah. So she did this video where she made a fucking, she, up, she updated the American flag. Oh, no. And she turned the stars <gasps> black and brown. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because the because the the white stars on the flag stand for white people. They actually represent the countries and or she, the states of the country. And she, so she she did that, and then she was talking about the uh, the January sixth meandering, and she goes. She goes, yeah, they tried to, uh, she goes, Ashy Babbitt got shot because uh, they thought she was trying to kill Ted Pence. What? And you go, wait a minute, <gasps> you're passionate about this January 6th. First of all, if you're really upset about January 6th, the odds are you're a loser. <laughs> I just can't think, obviously it's bad, no one's defending it, but like, if you like BLM, well, let's be honest about what happened. If you like BLM, mm. you look at BLM and you go, not only do they actually do anything for the black community, but they they totally um, are nonviolent and and like you can't support BLM and then be upset at January sixth, right? I'm That's sorry. Correct. A bunch of poor people's businesses and homes being set on fire including federal courthouses and police stations is worse than a couple of 65 year olds with credit card debt walking into a Capitol building. Like you're a loser. If you think again, it's bad. Yeah, it's not good, but, but let's have some proportion here. Yeah. If, if January 6th are like really, really upsets you, I'm there's probably some exceptions, but I'm going to almost guarantee you're a loser. Yeah, that's probably true. So anyway, if Macy Gray, if she's commenting on this, she's clearly passionate about it, and she she thinks his name is Ted Pence. 
Uh, Mr. Vice President. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. He was he was going to he was about to address him as Mike. Then he's like, wait, is it Ted? Mr. Vice President. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Spit what? it out, Chris. What interesting times you live in. They're not interesting, though. They're really boring. Oh, it's the worst. <clears throat> They're really fucking boring. I just, you know, you're, we're just teetering on things could get really bad or they could just stay complete. They could just be completely fine. No, no, no. The thing is, they're getting so bad. The reason why it looks like everyone's radical now mm. is because before you had about 60% of the country that didn't care about politics, they couldn't name who their senator is, they were just busy living. Having productive lives. That's good. That's how you want it. You want people to be like, wait, is it? You actually want people to go like, yeah, what's his name? Fucking Ted Pence or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then you want about 40% of the country to be like really educated, civically erudite, and kind of informed on things. Mm. Right? So here's the problem. The reason why it seems radical now is because... You're all the people that are in that 60% where they just don't care. Yep. Are now forced to take a side because right. everyone else has become so fucking annoying. So now your grand, now your uncle that you never knew is politics. You're at Thanksgiving. Uncle Tony. And somebody's like, oh man, I love BLM. My boss doesn't like BLM. What can you believe? What a fucking piece of shit he is! And then your uncle, who never cared about politics, goes, "What? Well, uh, there's tons of valid reasons for not being for BLM. I mean, it's basically if it weren't for guilty white liberals, no one would have a problems calling it a terrorist group. So let's be honest. And then, and then that triggers right the, uh, the how dare you the, say then, something then that like triggers that? his sister, the other right. aunt at the table, going like, "Are you fucking serious? Oh, you so, racist piece of shit. So you think so? Oh, so you're one of those fucking oh, Trumpers? Fucking Trumper? Yeah, you fucking you and then, dick sucking fucker. And then the grandfather's like, "What the fuck is going on here? And then they're like, "He's fucking. He's a racist. That's what's going on here. And then the guy goes, "I'm not a fucking racist. I just think." Uh, these people are fucking insane, and then they, and then this is what happens. And then Grandpa's like, "Hey, if anyone at this table's racist, it's fucking me, all right?" Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is what this is what happened at family dinners throughout America, right? When real, this is why if you're in a room with people that disagree with you politically, that are family, don't bring up politics. But this is why they talk said, about anything else. This is why they said you can't fucking have Thanksgiving together because we don't want people. Having conversations about politics. No, but and, you can. You just need like this was never a fucking. Well, I meant for COVID. Fucking, they were like, you can't have a fucking. Oh, oh I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just mucking about. But this was never an issue before. Like, if you had a sister that was, um, I don't know, that became a Mormon, mm. and the family thought it was stupid. Right before Thanksgiving, your mom would go like, all right, guys, Remember, let's not do any religious yep. talk. Like, we know it's going to cause a thing. Just and everyone just, and guess what would happen? You would go through the whole long day and no one would bring up religion. Right. And so, someone, would, someone would go, um, Amber. And then you're like, oh, my God, here it comes. Yeah. Can you pass the potatoes? And then they go, oh, oh thank God. Uh, 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 and the pepper. <laughs> and then, uh, so it's possible, folks, if you... Have someone in your family 
you got you got to get you can't ignore your own family. You can't can't do it. You can't say like fuck them. I'm not going. You got to just go. You can't and do it. Fuck. Have everybody make a pact to not bring up politics. Fuck. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best thing ever. I know. I'm definitely doing it all the time. <laughs> the, the, the problem is, I feel like it's impossible to stop. I'm going to be at work. But if you're with somebody who like doesn't get it, they're going to think you're fucking insane. I know. <laughs> like, oh, I can just fuck. picture me going into work tomorrow. My boss like, man, you see that accent? I go, yeah, what was going on there? Fuck. <laughs> uh, oh, good Lord. Dude, do you see what Don's driving? Guy's got a, guy's got a <laughs> fucking Mustang now. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, they said we've got to come in one day a week now. I hope it doesn't go to two. Fuck. Yeah. Next thing we know, they're going to be having us come in three days. Fuck. <laughs> it's just, it's like a, instead it's of using, the... instead of using periods, you're using fuck in like super small font. Right. Because it's like the inflection of it is the funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh boy. Jeez Louise, man. Casual swearing. Uh, yeah, my putting's been really good though, so I gotta, I gotta just. Dude, you play? I think I've only played with you maybe once. I mean, I don't count. I I don't count Saturdays playing with you because I was in a different, right. different group. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I only played three been, three rounds this this year. Three rounds, Jesus. Uh, but you've been hitting it well. Only played three rounds. Not the most avid golfer. <laughs> Yeah, but I think there's something to the thing that people say. At the beginning of every season, you play your best golf because you haven't tainted your mind with all these small little correction thoughts. This is what happened. So, and then you just you you just go back into your conscience, your conscious, your subconscious. Yeah, just takes over. Well, so this is what I was talking about. With this is what I've learned. There's probably so many people listening going, I don't play golf. Why do you yeah, keep talking about Nobody's this? listening to this. We get it. You guys golf, but we don't. Fuck. So <laughs> I, I was talking to this. So I was playing with my Uncle Mark on Sunday, and we were both just having bad rounds. And uh, But this is how I've matured as a golfer. Right. Because I go, because uh, um, he's like, maybe you're doing this. And I go, nope. You just There are just going to be days where what for whatever reason your body's not doing what it did two days ago. Yeah. You just have to accept that you're having a bad day of golf because this is what happens. You're doing one slight thing wrong since the last time you played well. Right. And then you go and then so then you go into damage control oh, and you adjust something else and then it's making it a little bit better. So you go Okay, that's fixing it. So then, whereas if you do nothing, the next time you go to play golf, it's the great reset again. Yes. And then you're just back. Whereas, now you now you just played around last week where you go, well, when I started doing that thing, it got better. So right. Then, and then you go down this you're trying fucking to, whack-a-mole. You're of, trying to build back better when you should just great reset. You're trying to build back better. Yeah. Because you do the great, the problem is when you do the great reset, and then you go, all right, now we've reset, we can build back better. Right. But that 
doesn't really go according but to But you plan. can't build back better without a great reset. No. So then you have to do what I do and just kind of be a zen-like, introspective person and then just make your golf game great again. That's what you got to do. That's the only way to do it. That's the only way. It's the only way. It's the only way. <laughs> but, um. Oh, geez. I wonder when, like, I really wonder if we're going to have celebrity presidents for the rest of my lifetime or if, like, we'll go back to just boring politicians in, like, 10 or 15 years. I don't think it's over. I think there will be more celebrity presidents. Yeah, me too. I know. Like Marin Morris is probably going to run in a few years. <laughs> yeah, probably. Do you think someone like AOC will ever have kids? I fucking hope so. Because then she'll change her tune a bit, I think. Yeah, I just picture her being like a old... This is the thing. She's she's 90 years old. She goes, the whole world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. Yeah. yeah, she's 80 years old going, the whole world was going to end... 70 years ago if I didn't get elected. But um no, but this is what they do. If you I'm telling you, go watch an inconvenient truth. The most inconvenient truth for that movie is that none of it came true. <laughs> it is a fucking joke of a movie and yet somehow Al Gore still goes around. How why is Al Gore taken more seriously than Alex Jones? I really don't understand. Man bear pig, dude. Well, that's true. It's like a pig, but more man bearish. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I think. Listen, this isn't a uh, misogynist comment. I don't think. But he's gay. I mean, but let's be honest. Even if you all right, if you're a dude, let's say you're very gentle. Mmm. And you're living in a city and you're into, you're in a band. P.S. Your cunt is in the sink. And you're super concerned about the environment and Medicare for all. So you're like the lead singer of Dashboard Confessional. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Even Dashboard Confessional knows chicks in their 20s are fucking insane. Obviously. Why would I want one? Why would I want one? In public office. Sorry. Sue me. Probably wouldn't. Uh, has, guess who? When I was thinking of the Thanksgiving moments, mm. everyone listening, guess, like, think about who in your family would ruin Thanksgiving. And it's your fucking annoying female cousin who thinks abortion is the only thing that matters and is hysterical at any slight deviation from the status quo. That's who ruins everything. Yeah, I was picturing like a 23-year-old purple-haired college student that has like really beat-up vans Yeah, and just wears this, the one the one same sweatshirt all the time. And it goes both genders when it comes to this. I would never vote for someone without kids. Sorry. Right. That includes myself. Yeah, you wouldn't vote for yourself. If you ran for office, I'd say, I'm not voting for him. He doesn't have fucking kids. Right. He's got nothing to lose. I'm voting for fucking Warren, dude. I'm not voting for early. Yeah, dude. But, um, <laughs> yeah, these people just need to... The problem is if your goal 
it is not for people to be left alone by the government, you probably don't. You're probably not speaking my language. If we're from the government, we're here to help is not the scariest thing ever. There's something wrong with your thought process. Yeah, so now you have Fauci. Oh, Fauci is to me what Donald Trump is to blue-haired girls in their 20s. How dare you? The sight and sound of him is so repugnant Mm. that it makes me want to fucking curl up in a ball and become anti-vax. He literally... So he was on the news yesterday. I wish I thought to pull the fucking clip. But he's talking about how people... This no, sorry. This wasn't. I this wasn't yesterday. It's from last week. How people need to get over their political beliefs and just get vaccinated, and uh, we should be mandating the vaccine. Companies should be mandating the vaccine. And then he goes on to say, like, why these people's paranoias are unfounded? Like nobody's trying. Nobody's been trying to force them to take the vaccine. And I just did. Why? Again, if you're vaccinated, why do you give a fuck if I'm not? Right. And I guess this is trite and redundant and verbose, but somebody please answer the fucking question. Okay. So the trite, redundant, verbose circle of circular thinking. Let's of verbosity? Just, let's just go through it real quick. Okay. You should get vaccinated. Why? Well, because if you don't, you could give me COVID, right? Okay, but you are vaccinated, and you can still get COVID, right? Yes. And you can still give it to me? Correct. Okay, so me getting the vaccine and me not getting the vaccine doesn't change your safety in any way, shape, or form. Is this correct? That's correct. But you should get the vaccine. Why? Because uh, I don't want you to give me COVID. But you are vaccinated well, and you can still give me COVID. See, this is the circle. This goes is, on forever. No, but this is the irony. The people accusing you of making it political are being completely political. Right. And again, it's it's so typical. Whatever they're ca- calling you is exactly what they are. Right. So, so how only one of us is making the other do something. Right. How am I the fucking asshole? So the only moderately reasonable assumption that someone can make is which I still think is total bullshit if you don't get it you could get more sick than if you didn't get it that's the only fucking argument which still does not affect anybody else but that one person well all right the so the the big picture argument that i've heard that i think is Silly and doesn't apply to any other thing other than COVID, so it's null to me. But this is the most valid if you did not give a shit about people's personal freedoms and you only cared about obliterating COVID. Yeah. Like Fauci does. Yep. This is the only argument. This doesn't win me over. Far from it. I think it's the dumbest thing, but I'm saying this is their argument. If we, the only way to eradicate the virus itself is if everybody gets vaccinated because then the virus cannot go through these transformations and variants. Ah, uh, no. This is their argument. Right, which is, is dumb. They're saying if everyone got vaccinated, 
the disease would not have transmogrified into this Delta variant. It would have been stopped in its tracks at the current. So I know you know this, but I'm going to pretend you don't. Okay. Let's say you're a virus. Yep. And every time you try to bite my finger, I punch you in the face. Yep. Eventually, you're going to bite me in the toe. Right. And maybe I won't punch you in the face. Or I'm going to learn to stop your fist and grab your fucking That's probably a better way to put it. (laughs) No, but either way, you're adapting to get what you want. My point being, yes, if you... If you vaccinate, a virus is going to virus. Exactly. If you vaccinate everyone, it forces the virus to change and mutate. Yes. yes. So it's going to fucking mutate anyway. But also, first of all, because a virus is not just going to look give at the up. numbers, and this is in no way to be disrespectful or to belittle the tragedy of anyone dying from COVID. But if you look at 2020 from a bird's eye view, it was literally a bad cold season right. flu season right like let's not so you just ruined the entire fucking economy for the next 10 years you fucked up you fucked up why should anyone take these people seriously and then you have these losers on like cnn going well the Problem is, we've been making it right now. It's pretty easy to not be vaccinated and live a normal life. We need to make it less convenient for somebody to not get vaccinated. And you're just like, you are the creeps from a fucking dystopian future movie. Mm-hmm. And they think they're doing the Lord's work. Right. This is why I really think it's a mental disorder. I fucked up. They think that they are here to save humanity. And you go, wait, but how does, again, why are we making college kids get vaccinated? What's the fucking reason? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. And then you see all these fat pigs going, well, if you don't get, if I'm vaccinated, but I could still get sick. If you're vaccinated, you go, you're going to get sick anyway. So the vaccine doesn't work. Right. Which one is it? Well, and they keep being like, oh, it's not as effective as we thought, so you're going to have to do boosters uh, every also, year for the this rest is, of your life. This is what pisses me off the most. You go, a bunch of people are dying from the vaccine. And you go, where are you seeing this? What are the fucking numbers? Let me see it. And then you go, what are your numbers that no one's dying? I get that you're making the claim, so the burden of proof is on you. Mm-hmm. But the people, but the people that always cast aspersions, like, all right, so change my mind. So if it's not five thousand deaths, then surely you can point to an article that shows me it's only two hundred deaths. Right. And they never fucking do that. Right. Show me the article that says healthy kids college age are at risk of COVID. You're the ones making them get a vaccine, so you're the creeps that should show this fucking article. And they never do. But the second you cast any doubt over, why do why do I need a fucking? Well, vaccine? we shouldn't say article. We should say study because there are articles that say that shit, but they're just total bullshit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just sick of this whole fucking thing. Like me too, Matt. We're sick of it. I'm not anti-vax. I'm not anti-vaccines. But if I don't, if I'm not at risk of something, I don't fucking take it. I don't take medicine. I don't need. I don't take Alzheimer's medication. I don't take. There's a 
the amount I take zero medication right now every day. I wake up, I take nothing. He doesn't take. He doesn't take. Uh, that doesn't make me anti-medicine. It makes me a rational person who doesn't need it. That doesn't go like, oh, I gotta do my part for my fucking. I'm gonna Dude, take Viagra just cause. Everybody in my family's vaccinated. Okay, so if I go to visit them, they're not at risk unless your vaccine sucks. In which case, not my problem. Not my chair. Not my problem. In which case, no point in getting it anyway. Yeah. So. Which one is it, dude? Does it work or not? But every time I'm like, oh, no, the, the, the vaccine passport thing, all that stuff's going to go away. And then it's like every time I think that they're starting to height, heighten their rhetoric. They're so upset that anybody's asking questions about a vaccine. They're so upset. That's how you know they're losers. Right. If someone goes, dude, I don't know. I can't, I'm too lazy to come up with an analogy. I say get liquored up and take them to the peach tree dams. Okay. The face that Daniel Plainview makes when he recognizes that the guy's a total fraud is yeah. like the face I make every time Fauci's on TV. <laughs> and then you're just in the ocean, just letting the waves splash over yeah. you, and you're just fucking furious. Yeah. How is Fauci not in jail, let alone not fired? I mean, I don't know. I don't fucking get it. What's that? There was one on here that I wasn't sure what it was. I wonder how. Where'd it go? I wonder who Kamala's going to pick for her running mate. When she runs for Prezi? Yeah. Probably either Marin Morris <laughs> or. Uh, Meghan Markle. She's going to have to pick. She's going to have to pick a guy, obviously. Why is that obvious? Uh, because nobody Poor kids likes are her. just as bright and just as talented as white kids. So she's going to need to pick someone with charisma. Right. Uh, probably someone that doesn't have dementia or a supinated head. Right. <laughs> oh, this. That's why. I was like, "What the fuck is something like that? What is that a quote of?" And it's the fuck. It's that song. Ah, that's why nothing like, wrong you know, with that. Nothing wrong with that. Fuck. Oh man. <clears throat> All right. Well, what's new? <laughs> <laughs> when it's like when you're trying to exit a conversation, you're like, "All, All right, right, man, I'm gonna take somebody off. up to this weekend." Yeah. So- <laughs> And you go, come on. Ugh. I can't say when people, when social people don't know social cues. No, I know. And you go, uh, yeah, I know. What are you going to do? That's when when somebody goes, when you're talking, you're like, oh, yeah, did you hear about fucking George? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I was talking to him. You know, it is what it is. That's when the guy wants to move on. Right. Uh, he's like, yeah, well, I I went to his, his fucking parents' house, spent the whole day there, um, consoling them, made them like sandwiches and stuff. Really, really. Oh, well, that's all right. Well, it's good to hear from. Did you, you go to the the wake or? No, uh, I was gonna, but yeah, I've been so busy lately. I'm actually uh, dealing with a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, I what do you? So, what have you get... been up to? What's going on? You got some stuff? Uh, no. Same old. 
Nothing new. Literally nothing new. Hey, do you still have that? Uh, remember you had that zero turn lawnmower in your garage? You still have that thing? Yeah, I was actually. I'm actually. It's funny. I'm actually on my way to a buddy's house who was just asking about. I actually got to get going because I'm thinking about getting one. Do you have any? Uh, what brand is uh, yours? Yeah, you know what? Um, I'm I'm a little busy right now, but I'm gonna send you a link of. Um, no, nah, no worries. I'll just. You want to just type? Uh, you want to just type it into my phone right now? All right, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Give me your phone. Give me your phone. Yeah, here. I'll do it now. Yeah, yeah, that's actually the new. That's the new iPhone 12. If you look at the, you turn it over. You look at the camera. Oh yeah, I've seen these. I've seen these a bunch. Yeah. So all my kids have them. It has the three. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just the one, so you can no, like, trust like check me, this out. Tr- trust me, my kid's a tech nerd. I've heard all about yeah, it. Yeah, let me I know see. everything check it does. <laughs> check this out. <laughs> <laughs> You can zoom in on stuff. You can do the fish oh, eye. Oh yeah, trust me. My I've heard yeah. I've heard the whole sales pitch. Yeah, eye. that's cool. But it really was good to see you, man. Yeah, it was. Oh, good. you forgot to type in the. Uh... <laughs> oh god! Remember when? Uh, I wish it was still fucking available. Remember when we filmed the kid that, that nobody you're just still doing? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. The kid that nobody likes. Yes, yes. Dude, yes. I wish I was still. I think it was. How did that one not survive? All the other ones survived. I have no idea. Or maybe it did. I don't know. I got to ask my cousin Mike. Got to find out. That one was like the first. I think the sound of sounds was the first, but that was like the first skit we did. Yeah. What was it? The kid that nobody likes? The kid that nobody likes. <laughs> and it was me. I hope there's some dick in this movie, guys. <laughs> and everyone just like glaringly obvious that we hate you. <laughs> Like I'm sure you wouldn't be aware. Like we're literally just staring at you. The right. Whole time. Yeah, that was funny, man. I'd love to watch those. <coughs> Good lord! You just did like the, you of... just did the Mr. Vice President. <laughs> yeah. And they go shoe wedgie. Ah, <laughs> oh, they tried to kill Ted Pence. Poor Ted. Poor Ted Pence. Did you guys see that thing about Ted? Who? Ted. Ted Pence. No. No oh, shit. No. <clears throat> I mean, I like when they go. Mike Pence is such a piece of shit, dude. He he likes conversion camp. And then you go, are you guys giving like pills to little boys to like chemically castrate them and convert them into women if they're confused? So, oh, oh, oh so you're an anti-trans? And <laughs> <laughs> you go, dude. Taking a moral lecture from any of these creeps is just beyond the pale now. <laughs> when these people don't like their own lives, why would you take advice from them? I mean, he's got a point. Mr. Vice President. <laughs> a barbecue stand on my white t-shirt. She was killing me in that miniskirt. Mr. Vice President. Play that fucking dumb song. Something like that. I had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt. She was killing me in that minister. Skipping rocks on the river by the railroad tracks. She had a suntan line of red lipstick. Ooh. I worked so hard for that first Yeah. You know, I feel like country, country music, even the corny stuff, is very evocative. Like, when I listen to that song, I'm seeing a movie in my head. Yes. And that's not just for that. It's like a country music thing. You you could find the corniest. Right. This is why country is so likable. I know everyone, uh, probably all of our fans fucking hate country music. But even the lamest country song doesn't really bother me because I'm 
You're, you're just watching a movie. I'm literally watching a movie. I'm in a car, and I'm living this guy's romantic fantasy right over the course of the three minutes you don't even realize you're listening to a song and i like that yeah and it's always sunny when i listen to country music yeah as it should be so i'm not a country guy i don't listen to country music well i like outlaw country i don't like this new but imagine how fucking fun it would be to play like that fucking song in like texas with oh. some, with a band of a bunch of country boys behind you, in it in a crowd of like fifteen thousand people, it'd be the best. You'd be having a ball. That's barbecue stain on my white t-shirt. That's why in in this world of and then you go killing serious, me in that mini skirt and you blink at some girl, you wink at you some wink girl her and she's in her mini skirt and goes, oh yeah, and she passes out. Sorry. And then she it's shows you her tits and you fuck her later and then realize she was seventeen and you get your right and your over, and your wife leaves you and you right. go to jail. Yeah. Um, and then you get out, but you can never fully recover, and you because you still have it. to go around and be like, just say, yeah. "Oh, I'm a sex offender." Yeah. Then you're addicted to drugs and alcohol, but you still have to hide it from a probation officer, and then you get into more trouble. You go back in the fucking clinker, right? It's just a never-ending cycle. Yep. All because that fucking mini scare was killing you. And then you're like 64. You get out again. You fucking just go home and blow your head off. And then. And then you kind of have redemption because it's been so long. And they're like, we're going to do a reunion show. And everyone's going to be like, oh, my God. I haven't seen him since 2018. And then, but everyone knows the story. But you're kind of like forgiven now because right. you're old now. And then you play that song. And when you say killing me in that miniskirt, you kind of do that like, what was I thinking? And the whole crowd is like laughing like, oh, yeah, she really did fucking kill you. Uh. Now, because that was like an inside joke. But then you realize that that whole part that you described was after I blew my head off. So that was just like, <laughs> that was just like you tripping balls on your way to fucking heaven. <laughs> this is why country music's great. <laughs> you, it's so evocative. Right. I never get that. Like, I love the postal service, but when I listen to this music, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the traffic through my windshield. And just like tapping my foot, going, "This is catchy." I'm not. I'm seeing nothing. Yeah, there's just raindrops. On I'm, your... I'm watching the real world. I'm watching a homeless man almost get hit by a car, right. and the guy's slamming and giving the finger to the guy that cut him off. Yeah, and I'm just kind of like, "This is a catchy song." Right. But like visually, nothing. Nothing. I'm sure it's bad that I'm keeping my eyes on the road. With yeah, the... right. <laughs> Instead of literally picturing <laughs> picturing a, a T-shirt with a barbecue stain on it. No, but this is the. Th- at least country musicians have the balls to be fucking corny because they don't even they don't even think they're being corny. No, they're having a fucking. Like, you know what? If I write this song, every girl in Texas is going to want to fuck me. So right. how is that lame? Right. And they go, "Holy shit, bro! That's actually not." By writing that lame line about barbecue sauce is getting you pussy. It's yeah. the opposite of lame. It's cool because cool guys get hot girls. Right, because we all know it rhymes with fucking white t-shirt. Miniskirt. That's fucking right. Fuck. And then everyone... So then... So if it's getting you laid, it must be cool. Therefore, lame lyrics are cool. Right. Therefore, what goes up must come down, but where does down down go? Exactly. That lyric never got anybody laid. <laughs> oh, what the fuck did I send you the other day? Hold on. 
Um, oh, it was it was dashboard. Yeah, I gotta pull up the act the fucking actual lyrics. How dare you! Oh yeah, listen how fucking gross this is. But your taste still lingers on my lips, like I just placed them upon yours, and I starve, I starve, starve for you. But this new diet is liquid, and it's dulling to the senses, and it's crude, but it will do. He's basically saying his new diet is your fucking spit. Yeah. That's fucking disgusting. It is disgusting. This is what I mean. So this guy... He got so much pussy for that. Yeah, he will get pussy for that, but it's going to be weird pussy. Right. It'll be like disturbed. He'll get get hot chicks. Right. But, all right, so you could either be like, like, whereas this guy, who sings this song? No idea. I don't remember. He'd be like, yeah, man, I'm making out with her so much, my diet's basically her spit. And everyone goes, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, they're just up front about it. Right. And everyone's just like, this is fun and light. Yeah. And this guy's just like, I want a fucking diet of your saliva. Right. And everyone's like, Jesus Christ, Chris, get a fucking therapist. But it will do. You know the thing about emo music? <sighs> What's not, that? Not emo music, but Dashboard. I like I like Dashboard's music a lot. But when I get the vibe that you're a humorless bore, it makes me like your music less. Right. In a weird way. You know what I mean? That's why you don't like Elliot Smith so much. Uh, Elliot Page, I love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Elliot. No, but oh, I to to be fair to Ian, I do have to um go. I I will go through a proper Elliot when I go after musicians that are beloved by other musicians that I respect. Yeah, I, I can't dismiss that. I have to assume I'm missing something. Well, that's so I will I will go through all that. That's how I got into Wilco. Ooh. I didn't listen to Wilco at all until Ian and Liam literally threatened to hang me if I didn't listen to Wilco. Yeah, actually, I you you got me really into Wilco, so I guess then indirectly, Ian also got me into Wilco. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Sounds about fucking right, dude. The whole love was the first one that did it for me. I remember this one time we were in we were in uh like Liam's car and we were listening to I don't even remember who what song or what band it was. But we're listening to it. And apparently there was like some little background sound that was like really cool. Yeah. Liam was like, oh, Jack, you hear that part with the fucking thing? I was like, oh, no, I didn't hear it. He's like, oh, I'll fucking rewind it. Played it again. It was like, you hear the thing? I'm like, look, I don't fucking hear it, man. Yeah, so he's yeah. like, are you fucking kidding me? Listen again. Use your fucking ears. And plays it again. Still didn't hear it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Nice, dude. And he was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah it was cool. I know. Do you remember? Was it a Wilco's one? No, I don't think it was. But I still don't know what the fuck he was talking about. Interesting. Didn't hear it. But it's also tough when a car. There's a lot of ambient noises going on. Well, and like the speakers are, are playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're in the no, front. If you're, if you're going to have that conversation, like, dude, listen how fucking sick this is. I'm in the back seat and they're in the put front. headphones on them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What you're hearing in the fucking front seat is way different than what I'm hearing in the fucking back it is. seat. It is. It is. 100%. Frequencies don't just go everywhere, man. So, yeah. He shouldn't have done that. Remember when... Uh, was it the Dennis... The... the I'm not here right now, okay? The one that you had that hilarious yeah. voicemail over? Yeah, yeah. Remember when he go, we were playing... Uh, 
They asked us to turn it down. Another thing too, when you get older, turn it down, okay? When you when you get older, like it'd be like fucking seven o'clock on like a nice Saturday evening, mm. and they're always polite. They're like you might, can you turn it down, okay? We'd be like, motherfucker, look at these fucking losers. Yeah. Do you know how f- now that I'm 31 and I still consider myself cool, but do you know how fucking pissed I'd be if oh, yeah. I had a band of high schoolers next door at seven o'clock on a night where I can't even open my windows and let the breeze in? Right. I'd be fucking livid. Right. But at the time, I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck is wrong with these people, dude? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> but, uh,. <sighs> What what's these guys fucking problem anyway? Let's take it from the top. This lunar eclipse. <laughs> but we used to do the root the dude. The number one video I wish survived, other than the Mark the Shark prank. I wish there. Yeah. Well, the Mark the Shark prank I think did survive. It exists somewhere, dude. We had this video called the Rooster Call, and it was the <laughs> funniest. So this was this is probably from literally 1999 because I was I was nine years old. So Casey was 13 and Mike was 12. And we were just up super late. It was probably like one in the morning. And we we came up with this idea of the rooster call. <laughs> and we set up the camera. And then Mike just goes, like, one, two, three. And because we had already, we cranked up our amps. And we just started having band practice. And then you just see the fucking light go off. It's my Uncle Mike. Yeah. So everybody, Gina, Anna, my uncle Mike, they're all like downstairs sleeping. Okay. And then this is how nice of a person my uncle Mike is. He goes, "Guys, guys, what are you doing? Guys, guys, someone's here, someone's here." They get <laughs> and he goes, "Case." He goes, "The girls are sleeping." Like as if he, if he's. Whereas if that was my kid, I would literally be like, I would go as, f- like, obviously you make a pact, you're never gonna hit your kid. I would go as far before physical contact that you could to scare the shit out of your kid. I think I would just be like, are you fucking insane? I would be fucking furious. Yeah. But we had that video. We used to watch that video all the time. It was so funny. I would be like, are you fucking insane? And then if they're like, oh, well, fuck you, dad. You're a piece of shit. I'd be like, listen, I'm going to wake you up at two o'clock in the morning at some point. Yeah. And then like. How funny would that be? Four separate times the, for over the next month. I'm just going to wake him up at the shittiest time. The and be best, like, you don't like this, do you? The best revenge would be like, we're all, now we're all exhausted. We see absolutely now it's six in the morning. And we get fucking blasted with music. And we look and it's my Uncle Mike, Gene, and Anna just like playing. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be great. That'd be great. Sucks, doesn't it, boys? Fuck. Well, I want to be absolutely clear. You do need to get vaccinated. Sucks, doesn't you, it, fuck? Mike. It's almost like it's almost like <laughs> fuck is the name of the person you're talking to. In the Canadian uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like uh I had to go all the way back down to the fucking store, wait there for 15 minutes, drive all the way back to my house, then had to fucking put the thing inside fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like you're tired of someone. They didn't even have milk fuck. Like they didn't have fucking anything. I went all the way down to the grocery store. Uh, they didn't have iceberg lettuce, so I had to buy this other weird lettuce. So then I come home, I make my salad, but it has this weird texture, and it's all like chewy now. So I ruined the whole salad. Fuck. 
and fuck is just there nodding his head all the time. Well, I had an idea where I wanted to make a movie where one of the characters' name was fuck. Yeah. And throughout the whole movie, you'd like you'd be like, dude, man, I haven't seen you in a long time. You're fat as fuck. And then it would just pan to the character named Fuck is fat. Yeah. And then like like an hour later in the movie, you'd be like, Jesus Christ, you guys are high as fuck. And then you'd look over and like fuck would be just completely blasted with like a bong in front of him. <laughs> and that would be the ongoing joke. That would actually be fantastic. I'd I'd have to make a whole movie around right, it. Right. But good lord fuck. Good lord fuck. All right. I mean 91 minutes and 92 minutes. Yeah, that's a long show, fuck. So, I'm playing Indian Ridge tomorrow. Um I'm so jealous. I'm going to I'm going to take it very seriously. Oh yeah. And I, my goal is to break 85. That's a great goal. So. I think you can do it. We'll see. Okay. I hope I get paired up with the uh, Borstels. Dude, any other week, if this happened last week, without a hesitation, I'd be playing. I know, dude. So here's why I was saying I, I'm blaming everything on Jeff, right? So actually, I didn't even talk about this. Oh? I love how we always do this. But first of all, this just in. Jeff's a piece of shit. Uh, he's never really a piece of shit, but he's an idiot, okay? So he called me. A fucking bitch. Like four weeks ago. And was like, hey, man, what are you doing July 13th? You think you could get work off? Or are you a fucking bitch or some shit? And I was like, dude. Well, I don't know who said that. You're, you're asking me to take work off in four weeks? Yeah, I could get it off. I'll put it in my calendar right fucking now. What's the date? He's like, July 13th. I'm like, all right. What are we doing? He's like, playing golf at Indian Ridge. I'm like, great, dude. Just put, just put it in my calendar right now. Yep. Fucking, I'll see you there. He's like, oh, great. Ha, ha. Hangs up. <laughs> nice fuck. Then on Monday, I'm like, oh boys, fucking ready for the round tomorrow. And even like Pat and James, know, even Pat and James were like, yeah, dude, it's gonna be sick. I couldn't believe it. Well, all right, I'll tell you after because I don't want to step on your story. And then in the big group chat with Jack O'Donohue and shit, I was like, boys, what time are we teeing off tomorrow? And Jack goes 10:30, but on Wednesday. I was like, wait, are you fucking kidding me? <clears throat> or I texted Jack. I forget. But I was like, I'm going to fucking kill Jeff. So then I'm here's the thing about Jeff, too, dude. Is I want him to acknowledge that he fucked up and he never will. <laughs> right, right. He just like breezes right over it. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah. But it's like, oh, uh, so no, I'll go. He'll go. You'll go, dude. You told me it was Tuesday. And he'll go, did I? I don't, uh, I don't think I did. I don't think I did. James, did I have to tell the wrong Like, day? he'll be nice about it. Like, he'll be like, it's possible. Like, but I'll right. never yeah, be yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, long story short, Jeff told us the wrong fucking day. Which, <clears throat> lucky for me, I can still get the day off. But if I couldn't fucking get it off and I just wasted my, like, day off request. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would have been so fucking pissed. I would too. Especially with that long of a notice. Yeah. It's weird to get the date wrong. Like, it's one thing. It's one thing to be like, I think it's a Tuesday. Like, can you take off next Tuesday? Right. Because you think July 13th. Yeah. It's weird to get the date itself wrong. And the only way I know for certain he fucked up is I put it in my calendar while he was on the phone with me. Right, right. And I, I like, triple checked it. I was like, this is the date? He's like, yep. I'm like, perfect. I'm fucking there, dude. <clears throat> fucking Jeff. Because they always pull my leg about like, 
Because they can do whatever the fuck they want within well, yeah. reason. What did you... All right, so in the group chat... If they want to take the whole fucking day off, they can just take the whole fucking day off. But I have... I basically work in nine to five. So if I want to take a day off, I have to like, you know, ask. Right. So he's like, oh, can you get the day off or no? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, <laughs> fucking... I'm there. I'm there, fucking dickhead. Guy. I got to Yeah, all right. So you texted... Oh, I was laughing really hard at Pat's note. Oh, yeah, but that's when I was like, oh, we should do a scheme to get Tim Jim in on the round. Which and, I, I got to tell you, I really appreciate And then it. nobody said anything for six fucking hours. Right. And then you <laughs> scheduled going into work tomorrow and then right, Jeff called Right, it. right, right, right. So that's why it's fucking Jeff's fault because he's not a man of action. Yeah, you go. <laughs> I swear to absolute fuck, if it rains tomorrow, I'm going to start. <laughs> you could say it. I'm going to start spouting racial slurs. And then somebody says, I'm convinced Asian people are aliens. And then the conversation just got off golf. <laughs> so, like, why, why would he think you were mad if it was going to rain tomorrow? Right. Unless he would go, like, oh, dude, you know, we're not golfing tomorrow, right? That was I, actually. That, I think he genuinely thought we were golfing <laughs> today. There's just nothing funnier. <laughs> there you go. The zoom in. Because he tells the story about how the Chinese guy refused to go into the basement because he was scared. Right. <laughs> kind of think of it. I've never been in a basement with a Chinese person. Then you go, oh, fuck, neither have I. And it is the most. First of all, this gif would have made me laugh anyway. Right. But the fact that it's perfectly relevant to the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, for the folks at I home, so it's hard. Alex Jones just turning to the camera and looking like he just realized something, which is funny on its own in that context. But then the camera just zooms in on his face really fast, and it yes. just is perfect. The zoom, the zoom makes it. It's freaking perfect. And don't worry, I'm not actually going to be shouting racial slurs. That was a joke. Yes, it was a joke, folks. We joke here at the I'm so sure. Cast. We do. Nobody gets offended. <laughs> Yeah, that's a new thing, too, is getting offended over acknowledging. So it's celebrate diversity, but don't say that anybody's different. It's a weird paradigm. Thank you for acknowledging that I uh, am different. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like that story about the guy, (laughs) the guy who goes back in time and murders his grandfather. But it's a paradigm. Because if the grandfather got murdered back in time, he wouldn't exist. Yeah, then he just melts. He just starts. His hands go all fuzzy, and then they get clear, and then he just vanishes. Yeah, and then so they go. We need to celebrate our diversity, and then you go. All right, cool. Um, yo, so where are you from? You look like you don't. You don't look like me. Like that's that's interesting. Let's talk about that. No, 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 no. You can't fucking do that. It's a fucking microaggression, bro. You can't ask people about their culture. They find it offensive. And you go, wait, but I thought we were supposed to celebrate it. And you go, no, 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 no. Celebrate the fact that there is different colored skin around you. And just that's what we're celebrating. Just like silently? And you go, oh, all right. So we're just like window dressing our store. Right. And they go, yeah. Okay. Fuck. And then you go, wait. If you're a diversity officer and you diversify the office to where it's 60% black and 40% white, uh... All right, do you just leave and retire? Because mission accomplished? No, because now he has to do it the other way. 
Yeah, yeah. He goes, that's the diversity officer. He's just constantly rebalancing. He goes, goes, we got to talk. Have you seen how many goddamn black people? (laughs) And he goes, fuck. Did we do we hire too many? We did too many. All right, we're gonna get some whites in here. All right, all right. And then they go, yeah. See, the problem is you're black. You kind of already have a lot of those. So then they go, oh, what the fuck? This is like racist. And they go, what? This company's racist? All right, thank God I'm here. It's a scam. He never, he always goes over 50%. He can never stop. It can it. never be even. <laughs> yeah. He's always like, whoops. Job security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, we're about to approach 100, 100 minutes. Wow, an hour 40, fuck. Also, folks, listen. Every time I fucking upload an episode, I swear to God, when I export it from Pro Tools, there is no fucking 30 seconds of silence at the beginning the of the episode. Thing sucks. So I don't know what the fuck Anchor's problem is. But so it's just at the beginning? Yeah, like so many episodes have like 30 how many, seconds how many of, of our viewers fucking silence. What, what's the... Uh, that's, that's fucking weird. When did that start? I didn't notice that. It probably happened like four times in the past two months, fuck. No shit. Fuck. Yeah. I gotta check that out. Because I've... I haven't noticed any lag. But then I'll go back and, and like No, I know you'll fix it, but I usually listen to it quick enough where I would get the the gap. Right. But I haven't had anything. <sighs> I wonder how many people use Spotify versus the Apple podcast thing. I wonder. It's an interesting question. Fact. I find uh the Apple Podcast app has better like sound quality. Yeah, I did too. Especially than Anchor. Anchor's there- sound quality is fucking terrible. I've never listened to ours on Anchor. No point. It's dumb. The uh, the Apple Podcast UX is just so bad, though. I fucking yeah, it's hate. fucking terrible. It looks like it's twenty years old. So fucking terrible. I hate it. Fuck. You know who we indirectly have to thank for that, though. Someone we know, Adam Curry. Really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, your boy. But listen, we got to fucking wrap this up because goddamn 100, 101 minutes. One minute for every Dalmatian folks. So I think I already have to splice this into two sections to upload it because it's so long now. Fuck. But listen, my computer's shitting the bed, so send us money. Send me like three grand. It's dot, 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 Tim's at gmail.com is, my, is our email. Oh, dude. So my old person analogy came full circle. Why? Because it's shitting the bed. That's a, that's a term yeah. used for... Yeah. Nice. Fine. <laughs> My computer is pissing its pants. Um, I sucked other men's cocks. Adultery is not against the law. How about this? If you made it to this point, we'll, shoot we'll us... Venmo you $2. Oh, I'm each. fucking poor shit right now. But shoot us an email at it's.thedutims at gmail.com and tell us what your favorite part of this episode was. Yeah. Just tell us. Then they all just go to the end. Accuse us of something and we'll defend ourselves next episode. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So a lot of times, not lately, but back in the day. Yeah. We would say stuff and we would kind of ruffle some feathers. Yeah. Of our dear friends, by the way, that we, we like that they're engaging with the podcast. Mm. The fact that they listen to it, we are indebted. Mm. So I, no one made it this far. I think it's good and healthy, whatever. Um, and. None of us really get defensive because we've come to the... Well, sometimes we say shit and we're just like, yeah. Yeah, whatever, fuck. Whatever, fuck. 
But we're happy to defend anything that we say sure. for the most part. Yeah. So and listen, if I <clears throat> and by the way, we you can call in if you say, listen, I don't want to make it a big thing, uh, but I got a bone to pick with you about this thing. We here's what we can do. You can call in. We'll have you on speaker. We'll give you a. We'll we'll have it so you're you're going to be part of the episode. You'll make your case. We'll have a nice little perfect he- healthy debate. That'll be great for the viewers because then they can go. Yeah, you know what? It always pissed me off when these guys said that too. Fuck. And it's nice to see a guy calling in and and putting them in their place. Love it. I like a little. It's not even. It's not even a. Like a. What the what's the goddamn word I'm looking for? I don't fucking know. Conflict? It's not even... Uh... Confrontational. Yes. It's more just gotcha. like a, a nice banter. A nice little fun time. You like that. The, the funnest conversations I have when I'm at a bar with my friends is when we're talking about a movie scene or something. Or it could be a song. And I go, dude, this song is so fucking shitty. When he says this, it's so fucking Whoa, what, stupid. Dude? That's and, the best fucking part of the song. And then you go, really? What? And then you go, dude, because think about how it ties into the first verse. Like that, those are my favorite types of shit. You're like, yeah, but if I wanted to fucking tie something into a first verse, I would have just fucking, yeah. you know, had sometimes, a second verse. Sometimes I think I say I hate shit that I don't just because I'm hoping right. to get into a nice little, and it's not an argument, it's a debate. It's a discussion. Yes. I love it. I love that shit. So this is actually why we're hoping to say outlandish shit that pisses you off, folks. Because we want the sport of a debate. Yeah, we want someone to write us a fucking email or call us or anything. Even if I don't... Even if by the time the debate occurs, I actually find my own opinion that I stated stupid, I'll still go to... I'll still play devil's advocate. Right. You know? It's like when you're... It's like when the, um, I don't know, you're, you're trying to get someone's attention and, and they're just ignoring you. And then you're like, you fucking idiot. And then like they still ignore you. Ignore you. And then you're like, I fucking am going to murder your mom or some shit. And then they're like, wait, what? That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to just piss you off or at least get your attention so you respond to We're trying to, to poke us. the bear. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We're shooting spitballs at you while you're taking the midterms. Exactly. And we're hoping that you eventually just go, all right, what the fuck's your problem? Yeah. What the fuck's your problem? Fuck. And then you go, I need a pencil. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this was episode 133 of I'm So Surecast. Um, I'm sure you didn't make it this far, but if you did, let us know. All right, folks. Have a good night. Good day. No more government over.